Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday, and the big development at practice today, Luke Musgrave back with the guys at practice, not necessarily practicing, more with the rehab group, though he was in pads. Uh, Really exciting development, opening his 21-day window to be activated to the roster. Uh, I know Tom Silverstein reported with the Journal Sentinel a little earlier this afternoon that while he will not play this Sunday in Carolina, obviously, uh, there is a chance that he will be ready to go against the Vikings next Sunday night. Obviously, that would be very exciting. The possibility of getting Musgrave back to couple with uh, what can only be uh, described as a late-season surprise in Tucker Craft and his development. That's an exciting prospect to get those two tight ends out on the field, cooking with gas, hopefully helping Jordan Love move that ball down the field and score some points. Very, very promising indeed. Another promising aspect of today's practice is Elton Jenkins was back on the practice field after missing yesterday with that shoulder. I'm pretty sure that's just how they're managing it now because that's been the case the last couple weeks. Hopefully he will be good to go uh, Sunday down in Charlotte. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see everybody. Thanks for putting up with me going an hour early today. I have an event this evening uh, that I have to be at at 7 Eastern. So everything here at Cheesehead TV is bumped up by an hour. Uh, we're doing, obviously, Packers Daily here at 4 Eastern. And then happy hour. If you're a Patreon member, carry the G Club member here on YouTube. Join us. The information are on, is on their respective pages. Uh, 5 p.m. this week, uh, this afternoon, we'll be having happy hour. Look forward to chatting with everybody, and look forward to chatting with everybody here. Good to see everybody. Um, I did want to touch on Matt Lafleur and what I feel is like a rising tide of uh, I don't know, like some kind of sentiment where you know he's losing control of the team or the things are not right inside twelve sixty five Lombardi. I'm seeing that a little bit more and more as uh, kind of the week goes on. After clearly a very disappointing game against the Bucks, and then there was the will here won't he. Coming off of that game regarding Joe Barry, and then he keeps Joe Barry, and then the Devon Jared Campbell thing happens with his tweet. And I just want to like reiterate and remind people that what we perceive outside the building rarely applies to the vibe or what's you know going on inside 1265. Like it can seem chaotic or kind of all over the map to us on the outside, but that is rarely actually reflective of you know, either uh, the mood of the team or uh, how coach operates when he's dealing with the team or how Gutekunst and the personnel people are with the coaches and things of that nature or how Mark Murphy is with all of football. Like, what we're doing out here is very much like, you know, canary in the coal mine stuff compared to what is actually occurring. Um, and, look, I, I understand it. Like, I get the interest. I mean, I'm part of it, right? I talk about the Packers every day of my life. Because I love them and I'm obsessed with them and so are you. And that's why we're all here, right? But I do feel like there's this kind of, we are as fans kind of victims of this 24-hour mentality of if nothing has happened, then it's all a shambles and it's all falling apart. Like I've already seen a couple comments here before I went live about, oh, the team's a, you know, in a bad spot or Matt's losing control or if he doesn't fire Barry. Like, look, Matt's going to take till the end of the year and he's going to make whatever decision he makes, but he understands don't get it twisted. Don't think that Matt LaFleur is oblivious to the fact that 
regardless of whether he keeps Joe Barry in 2024 or he decides to go in a different direction, which I do think is going to happen. But regardless, he knows the sound of the clock ticking is going to be exponentially louder this offseason than it has been pretty much at any point in his tenure in Green Bay. Right now, Murphy and the Packers—they they look long term. They feel they they think long term. They that's how they operate. We know this, right? So I think they understood with everything that transpired with Aaron Rodgers a year ago, giving him the contract, and then everything that kind of happened throughout the last season, and then moving on from Rodgers into the Jordan Love era, and pull, basically ripping the Band-Aid off on the offensive side of the ball, jettisoning all the veteran talent and going with all youth and trying to bring that all up together. I don't think anyone was under any illusions inside the building, least of all Mark Murphy, about what this year was going to look like and how tough things were going to be at times. And, yeah, how maybe the defense could get better or it might look the same as it has the last couple of years. But they're going to take the year, and then they're going to evaluate it, and then Matt most likely will make a move. And then, yeah, he's probably got, what, two years left in his deal? And he's got to start – winning division championships and hopefully Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Making deep playoff runs, showing that they are a contender. And, of course, a big part of that is what Brian gives them to work with. And, you know, away they go. But I just feel like everybody's like, oh, it hasn't happened since Tuesday, so this is all terrible. Like, that is not how they look at it. That is not how they operate. They want the Packers to be good now. They want the Packers to be good next year. They want the Packers to be good in 10 years. And they will operate trying to make sure that all of that occurs. Now, you can agree with that approach, or you can hate that approach. You can think it's stupid, or you can think it's brilliant. It doesn't matter. That's the Green Bay Packers. That's who they are. It's their lifeblood, this long-term view. And God bless it, I love the fact that I can sit here and make a living talking about the Packers every day of my life. But we all know that they are not living and dying every day on every decision and every kind of moment the way we do on the internet. You know, if Andre Campbell had a tweet, they talked about it, they moved on. That's, I think that's a pretty damn healthy way to operate. You know, as opposed to, oh my God, the walls are falling in. No, that, that is not the case. And Matt understands that. I think we're lucky as Packers fans that we have an organization that thinks the way it does. And I think Matt is in a good spot and he understands that, okay, the uh, transition period will be over in three weeks. You know what I mean? I just I just hope everybody can take a breath and kind of realize that. That's all. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Got a bunch of folks lining up here. Antonio's here. What's up, Antonio? Paul, New York Cheesehead. Brandy. Everybody's here. Cat, welcome to the chat. Thanks so much for checking in. Christmas drink of choice. Tim can't say I really have one, but uh, I would highly recommend everyone check out the Lambr- Lambretto, Lambretto that uh, Corey just dropped on Cheesehead TV. Brand new drink that you can check out there. Craig, what's going on, man? With Love admitting his mechanics needs work, how exactly does that happen? Does he put in extra time off the field, or is it integrated into his regular training? It's just a continuation of everything he's already working on. It's just a question of, and I talked about this, I think, yesterday or earlier this week. It's just getting into in, getting it into his body and then forgetting it. You know, there's only so much you can do on the drill practice side of things until you've got to let it go. Because if you're thinking about that while you're playing, that's 
you know, that's how you get slowed down. That's how you make mis- essentially or start making mistakes because you're thinking, oh, my footwork, and then you miss a read or you are off because you're a hair slow to see a safety rotation or what have you, right? You want to drill the hell out of it, obviously. But once the game starts, you let all that go. And hopefully that gets into your body. But it's not like, yeah, no, There's he's going to continue to work the way he's worked all season. He'll undoubtedly work all off season, as he has these last few years out in California. You drill and you drill and you drill, and then when you get in the game, you let it go. You have to. You've got to be able to react. You've got to be able to think quick. You've got to be playing. Because if you're thinking about your technique, it's not in you. That's when think- bad things tend to happen. Lambo, what's going on? Call me crazy. We are going to win out. JB still shit. <laughs> you guys, you're so funny. But, like, okay, so, yeah, they could win out. They could lose all three games. Anything is possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just want to beat the Panthers and have a good Christmas. That's where I'm at right now. Let's do it. Muscle memory. Yeah, Brandy, it kind of is muscle memory. I mean, it, much like anything you're, you know, trying to accomplish uh, at, on the regular physically, whether that's running or working out or whatever, a lot of it comes from repetition, and then your body just kind of learns it. And, I, you know, playing quarterback, especially – you know, when you've got so much going on around you, you just forget about like the reads or whatever, but just like even pre-snap setting protection and all that. And then you exhale and you take the snap and now you've got four or five or six, 300 pounders coming after you, you know, you don't want to be thinking about your footwork. I mean, you want to drill it between Monday through Saturday and then let that go on Sunday. hundred percent. Uh, watching this defense back up for three seasons and finally reaching a limit isn't spur of the moment. I'm pretty sure I didn't say anything about spur of the moment. I'm confused on that comment. Nags, do we think we will ever see a revolutionary defensive scheme ever again in the NFL like the 85 Bears had? Took the NFL by storm. I don't know if we'll ever see the like again. Um, I mean, they needed very particular athletes to run that scheme. You know, I mean, it was sussed out pretty quickly by the NFL as the years went on. Um, that group was special. I think, you know, you came close with what the Legion of Boom was doing. That was pretty damn special. I mean, it was essentially a cover three, but, you know, very, very specialized and uh, run, again, by a very specific set of gr- group of guys that could really operate at a high level together. Um, you know, I don't know about a specific scheme, that could be, you know, invented, implemented, what have you. But there there will undoubtedly be dominant defenses. I think that's the nature of the beast. Um, we, you know, the, what was it, the 2000 Ravens? They're pretty damn good. You know, the, the Bucks have had a couple of really, really dominant defenses over the years. And I don't know, that 85 Bears team, though, they're pretty damn special. The whole combination. 
Are the Panthers another trap game? I don't think there's any traps being laid at this point. The Packers know they can lose to anybody. So, you know, look, they should win. There's zero doubt about that. But there's, I think, after the last two weeks, I should hope, there's no idea of, like, we're just going to roll in there, go out with a W. <laughs> like, man, they can lose to anybody. <laughs> Lining up Preston across from Devante. Revolutionary. <laughs> Touche. If the team that beat the Lions and Chiefs can't find a way to beat the Panthers, just pack it in. I hear what you're saying, Dan. I mean, it's all matchups, right? And I say it all the time. It's not who you play. It's more, much more when you play them. I mean, think about it. If Christian Watson doesn't play in those games, do the Packers beat the Chiefs and the Lions? And I'm not saying it's that simple, right? But it's a component. I mean, how many touchdowns did he have in those games, right? I mean, that's how you win games by scoring touchdowns and scoring more points than the other team. And Christian Watson helps you do that. So, yeah, no, look, yes, the Panthers are not a very good football team. You know, dependent on the week, they're the worst team in the league. And the Packers should win. But that don't mean that they will. That's why we watch. Aaron, what's going on? In the preseason, you kept saying, I'll believe it when I see it in a game that counts whenever someone hyped up RD. Nags was right all along. Well, that's kind of you to remind me. But, uh, you know, look, I've said it a million times. I understood the reasoning for retaining Joe Barry. I get it from an intellectual standpoint, from Matt wanting continuity on his staff, not wanting to turn things over every single offseason. I got it, especially considering how improved they looked last month of 2022. Understand all that. But, yeah, I was very much in a you're going to have to prove, prove it to me kind of mode, especially coming off of the playoff game against the Niners and then coming out like such – absolute crap the first month of the next season you know fool me once etc <laughs> larry larry's up in here they're going to run the table and the youngest team in the league to ever win a super bowl packers win the next three super bowls larry uh buddy it might be time it is 4 14 eastern i'm not sure where you're located but it might be time to switch to decaf i don't know just saying Jen Wright, just excited Musgrave's window is open. Amen. How great is the idea of getting him back out on the field, put some more of that speed out there. And look, we were just talking about the difference Christian Watson makes. I mean, go watch that New York game again and, and look how the offense suffers from a lack of speed without Musgrave or Watson out there. I mean, Reed is about the only real you know, game break at left on the roster. I mean, when you're throwing to Samari Torre, you know – it's tough sledding, you know what I mean? And no shade to Torre. I mean, he's a fine player and he works his ass off. But, you know, yeah, getting Musgrave back out there, you start to be able to pull things apart on a defense a little, in ways you really can't, given the lack of speed they're currently saddled with. Uh, Big Al, what's your thoughts on Mike Daniels' tweet about the Packers' defense? Basically saying it's a culture issue more than finding a good defensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, it's not much different than what Mike said even back in his playing days, right? When the Packers would have a rough stretch on defense, Mike would always talk about a mentality, right? Having to have a mentality. I think there's a line to walk there. I'll never forget Mike Daniels going on a, not a tirade, but a bit of a, you know, emotional thing during the week leading up to a primetime game against the Lions where they get out there in primetime and they get a stop on third down, first drive of the game, and there's a flag because Mike hit the quarterback late. 
You know what I mean? And that drive extends, and they go score a touchdown. And the Packers end up losing that game, by the way. But it's like the emotion and, and the attitude thing, totally agree. Like, absolutely agree. But, you know, you also have to play in control. And I think the fine line that the Packers have had a real hard time finding is, yeah, it's 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 fine to have, like, Packer people, although I know that's not a real thing, and guys who love the game but aren't going to skirt the issue and, and they're going to skirt the rules and they're never going to, you know, you know, not even, I don't want to say hit you late, but they're not going to play to the echo of the echo of the whistle or anything like that. But the problem is, is you got a whole team full of those guys, and then, yeah, kind of takes the bite out of your defense. And I think Mike always wished there'd be some more guys like him on the defensive side of the ball. And I can't say that that wouldn't be a bad idea. You know what I mean? To use the parlance of our times, they need a few more dogs on defense. You know? They got some really good athletes. And look, I thought Jonathan Owens was about to turn the corner in that Detroit game. The way he was hitting people, flying sideline to sideline, I really thought they had something going there. But he's kind of dipped back into, and look, he's rotating like throughout the game, so it's hard to maybe get a feel for like, where and when he's able to kind of put that kind of foot forward. But, you know, that's those types of performances are so few and far between on the Packers' defense that, yeah, I kind of understand where Mike is coming from. No doubt. Dustin, what's up? With the star players and first-rounders, this defense probably sought after a lot of defensive coaches. He's next season. Next season, go pack nine and eight. <laughs> I mean, look, there's 32 jobs, right? I, I, I always kind of laugh when people say, oh, this will be highly sought after. They're all highly sought after. Like, yeah, does it make your job easier if you got talent? Oh, of course it does. But yeah, most people, other than Jim Leonard, are not going to turn down the opportunity. You know? And Jim, uh, how's consulting life, by the way? Craig, what's going on? My holiday wishes one, family. Is happy and healthy. Two, Packers finish nine and eight. Three, Dallas loses in the first round. And if there's time, peace on earth. Goodwill towards all. Happy holidays, next. <laughs> Goodwill towards all, except Jerry Jones. I'm down with that. Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's right. <laughs> Jen, all bite, no bark kind of dogs. Yeah, a lot of those. Oh, people talking about Eric Stokes. Yeah, rough first game back. No question about it. Now, I don't. Would anyone expect less? after the guy has not played football for how long. I was surprised they threw him right into the starting role. I was kind of shocked, actually. But I guess the thinking, and I think we talked about this earlier this week, is, you know, get these reps now. He hasn't played. He's got to get back into football shape, one. And two, playing, you know, the type of ball we saw him play his rookie year. Because, you know, we all saw the start of last year. He started pretty damn slow, you know, and got to shake that off, man. Got to get back to what he was doing that rookie season because it was good. You go back and watch that tape. Some really nice stuff from Stokes that first year in the league. <laughs> oh, man, we got spam up in here. Sorry, guys. Uh, what else we got? Uh-huh. Make sure that goes away. Okay. Sorry, guys, just making sure the spam goes away. Dustin, thanks again, man. The Bears still suck. Remarks complete. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, the last two seasons, the defense finished the year strong, but never played a full season that way. Yeah. There's been zero continuity when it comes to level of play. Both good and bad. 
Um, is Emmanuel Wilson going to be running back one next year? Joshua, I don't think so. I'd be absolutely shocked. I think he's got a chance to stick and to be part of a rotation. But I'd be surprised if he was their lead back. Um, I think they'll most likely bring back A.J. Dillon on a team-friendly deal. I think there's a decent chance that uh, Aaron Jones is let go, which I fucking hate. But I think it's a possibility. And I think they draft someone, maybe two people. Um, and that doesn't mean that Wilson won't get a chance to compete, but he will have to compete. It's not going to be handed anything, definitely. <laughs> oh, Dusty, you're funny. Impossible to believe Stokes won his job back in a few practices. Yeah, I don't. that's my point. I don't think it was a question of winning a job back. He was given the job back. They want him out on the field to get him as many reps as possible. Uh, how do you see it any other way, right? Valentine had hold, held down on that spot for how many weeks? And then, you know, Stokes just gets inserted. Now, look, Stokes had been practicing. You know, he had been practicing for a couple of weeks, the last two weeks, actually, as a full participant. So pretty sure he was practicing. But I'm just surprised they went full bore his first game back and gave him the starting spot. I was surprised. Ron Wolf brought an attitude that you play for the climate you play in, make home an advantage. There was an emphasis on brand on football. How or who can change this soft brand? That's a good question, Grant. I mean, ultimately, that is about Brian Gutekunst, right? That's his job as far as the types of players he brings in. And I do think Brian did start to steer or has started to steer the roster a bit more, I'm not going to say overall rounded, although that's kind of the only way I can think to describe it, as opposed to a team under Ted that was very much offensive-led. You know, and now clearly there's been a lot of unfortunate results on the defensive side. But I do think Brian tried to kind of steer the ship towards a different brand of football. But ultimately it is a passing league, and you're going to be led by the offense, and that is the the way they are going to operate, right? On defense, though, I do think they have the talent necessary to be a much better defense. A lot of that, to me, is play style and leadership and what they are asked to do and what they are taught to do, you know? So that's one of those things we're going to have to talk about in the offseason, no doubt about it. I'm thinking Jones might take another pay cut to stay. It's possible, Larry. It's possible, no doubt about it. The uh, craziest thing is that Barry, with his extremely disappointing track record as a defensive coordinator, was signed to a team that had still had somewhat of a Super Bowl window, just a really amateur move from Matt LaFleur and the front office. Yeah, I mean, the 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 resume is what it is, right? Now, the problem is, is like, I, we don't know what was talked about in the interview process. We don't know what was emphasized. We don't know what Matt asked them to do in the interview and what he was looking for. We don't know any of that. We're not privy to any of it. So I have a hard time like saying, oh, that's amateur hour because I wasn't involved in the conversation. Um, but yeah, the resume, not great. That was for damn sure. Do I think Bakhtiari is back? Yeah, I do, actually. I hope the Packers don't ruin our Christmas by gifting the Panthers a win. Please just win. <sighs> that really is the dream, right? Merry Christmas to all. And <laughs> to all a good night. With that, I'm going to have to go. Um, I can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. 
Like I said at the top of the stream, don't forget, Patreon members, Carry the G Club members here on YouTube, we will have our happy hour at the top of the hour, 5 p.m. Eastern, an hour earlier than usual. Thank you so much for accommodating me here on, on daily and happy hour. Really appreciate your flexibility. Um, in the meantime, please hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.